episode number 69, Camaro Quality Awarded. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Camaro Show. I am Chris. I'm Jason. What's going on, buddy? Happy birthday, Christopher Frezza. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm 45 years old today. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm one year behind you, and I don't feel old. No, no. I just... I was telling this people earlier this week. They're like, "Oh, do you feel a year older?" I said, "Yeah, I like I like even numbered years better for some reason." I said, even "If I could skip over forty five and go right to forty six, I think I'd feel better because I like even numbers for some reason. I don't know. Must be it's a weird, weird, yeah, thing. You know, yeah. like knock on wood, that yeah. you do all the time too. Yep. Like, yep. I hope the Wings win the Cup this year. Knock exactly. Wood, you know? Heck yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Superstitious." Let's get in the show here. Um, as the title of this episode indicates, Camaro won another quality award. We're also going to talk about um, what a lot of people have seen, uh, what happens when your Camaro gets sideways at 195 miles an hour. <laughs> and uh, we almost had uh, some burnt nachos. Yes. Uh, I guess uh, our friends at Camaro News released some pictures of a convertible bumblebee, bumblebee on yep. the set of Transformers yep. in Detroit. Uh, how about some Corvette ZR1 rumors and how will that impact the Camaro? And some pricing rumors about the ZL1. Uh, a couple of voicemails, maybe an email, another voicemail or two. And then a very, very important notification celebration milestone, if you will, at the end of the show that we hope everybody sticks around for. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Just after the voicemails, I'm going to be giving away some more Griot's Garage stuff. Oh, so, yeah. 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 In addition to what we've already uh, promised to, to go out. So, all right, Giveaways. let's get in the show. Giveaways. Camaro Quality Award. Tell yes. us about it. Uh, the 2016 Camaro was awarded again. You know? Yeah. Uh, the 2016 Chevy Camaro improved 51 points to lead the competitive midsize sporty car segment and the 2016 jd power appeal study so we talked about this for for years um you know how good all those people did at oshawa building the fifth generation camaro and we were wondering can can lansing can can they keep it up can they you know keep doing it and it looks like not only did they do that but they increased the uh definitely increased the quality on the Camaro. Well, we got to take this into account too. Two different models of Camaros as well. You know, we've got the new Camaro, which is on the, the alpha platform too. Right. So it says demonstrating its commitment to designing quality vehicles that meet consumer needs. <clears throat> General Motors received six segment level awards, the most of any automaker in the 2016 JD power us automotive performance execution and layout which is the appeal study released this week uh this follows gm's leadership in the jd power 2016 vehicle dependent dependability study and the jd power initial quality study where it had the most models ranked highest in the segment 
Uh, so here, here are some of the models. Chevrolet Sonic. Segment awarded a small car for the second year in a row. Camaro, a segment award, midsize sporty car. And then, as I said before, it also improved 51 points to lead the competitive midsize sporty car segment. Colorado, midsize pickup, second year in a row. Nice. Tahoe, large SUV, Silverado, ranks third for large light-duty pickup in Silverado HD. Uh, for ranking second for large heavy duty. And then if we go to some of the other uh, divisions, uh, Buick, the new Cascada, one for compact sports car. And the Enclave ranked third for midsize SUV, GMC for Sierra HD, uh, won a segment award for the large heavy duty pickup, second year in a row. Um in Cadillac, uh, Escalade ranked second for large premium SUV. So definitely got to say hats off to the Camaro team and to all those hard workers at the Lansing Grand River Assembly Plant for taking pride in what they do and building a quality product that we love. So that's, that's just great news. I know. I was very, very excited to, to post that this week when I saw... The press event or the press release from from Chevy. Good stuff. Congratulations to the Camaro team. Um, Lansing, I guess for a while, you know, being a native of that area, uh, didn't have the best, um, you know, I guess I don't know what's the reputation for building the best cars. And then when it got Cadillac, that kind of turned around, and I think Camaro is really continuing to take that ball and run with it. So Excellent. good job to the team. I know. Very good. What's next Let's on the list? See here. Next on the old list. Oh, yeah. So you've probably seen it if you're anywhere on the automotive social media circle of a guy, a daredevil almost, uh, named Nacho um, doing a, a speed run and uh, in a very high-powered Camaro, a 45th anniversary Camaro, no less. Mm-hmm. Uh, got completely sideways at 195 miles per hour, rolled it but good. Knocked his passenger out, and they both walked away because they had the roll cage in place and everything. So I tried reaching out to Nacho and um, and said passenger, but I think they're probably inundated with a lot of people that want to talk to him about the video because it sure did get a lot of attention. And it sure did destroy that car. It's absolutely amazing that they walked away from that, especially when they – I'm surprised they weren't wearing fire suits. Right. Um, they, they were wearing helmets but in, in harnesses and it did have a cage in it. And I think that cage saved them, but the rest of that car was just, just, it, it, it looked like somebody put it in a blender I know, and, and beat it up pretty good. There's no salvaging that car. There's no salvaging oh, no. that car. But I, I think I did read that they are pulling the engine out and rebuilding the engine. Oh, okay. I think, and, and they're going to put it in something else. The only thing is, is I've seen it go from anywhere from, I think, 1,600 horsepower to 1,900 horsepower to 2,000 horsepower. So oh, okay. It definitely had a lot of power. There's no question to get to 195 miles an hour in a short amount of time. But uh, I'm just glad that they turned out safe and all right. I mean, uh, if you haven't seen it already, Chris, I, I'm sure you're going to th- throw it in will. the show notes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I saw that getting posted, like, everywhere this week. So, so here's the thing. You know, we, we see people... And I and I, I'm I'm guilty of this just a little bit of of doing some. Let's see how fast we can get this thing going. Yeah. 
But, but look the, what happens to a car in a controlled circumstance at 195 miles an hour. That's what I was going to say. This was a legally sanctioned event, right? That that's they were right. that they were that's running right. the car at a top speed event. This wasn't sitting on running down I-75 in Detroit trying to see, hey, let's see how fast we can get this car going. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I do. I just posted a posted a video of me doing 160. And here's the thing: if, if, when you look at pictures of this car, this car didn't hit anything. It just simply rolled. Yeah. And it, if it hit something. There is no way those guys would have lived. That's true. That's true. So, you know, I mean, I've, I've gone really fast in my car on the highway once or twice, and that's the honest truth. I really didn't hmm. try to do a speed run more than a couple of times, and I said, you know what? No more of that for me because it's just not worth it. So, so if you're going to do it, do it like these guys did because they walked away and hmm. no tickets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. So um, check out the video. It's crazy stuff. Give us a call. Tell us what you think of it. Um, and glad they walked away. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, Bumblebee. So they're filming Transformers there in the Detroit area. Yep, they sure are. And was it Camaro News that, that posted some cool pictures? Yeah, Camaro News posted some pictures of Mark Wahlberg thrown out of an Autobot <laughs> for the upcoming uh, Transformers sequel. So I don't know if this is just a stunt that they're doing, but it shows uh, Bumblebee as a convertible. So I'm wondering... I'm just wondering if they had to make it a convertible for the stunt or if the car is actually going to be a convertible in the movie. Hmm. I don't know. But was the Funky Bunch there? Mm. That's my question. Uh, no. I don't Marky think Mark, so. was he showing his Calvin Kleins? <laughs> his ripped-ass abs? And uh. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it, it was kind of neat to see photos. Because when we see the, a stunt in a, in a movie, you know, it's really over the top and everything but when you see the behind the scenes where like there's two cameramen stuffed in the car with them and yep yeah and the seats rotating out of the car and yeah you can see the the camera i guess the what is that like a boom truck or something that follows it yeah with with the yeah i'm thinking that they're i'm personally thinking that they had to just use a convertible for the filming and they're gonna cgi you know uh, the rest of the car or something like that um yeah so I guess I guess we'll have to wait until next summer when the movie comes out to to find out. Yeah, but speaking of convertibles, any convertible owners, um, like I said earlier in the episode, better stay tuned because I got a really cool contest for you towards the end. Stay tuned. Yes. Stay yes, tuned. Indeed. <laughs> but let's get back into the car stuff. How's yeah. about this? The th- there's been rumors of a mid-engine Corvette. I think ever since the Corvette came out for crying out loud. Oh yes. Uh, you oh know, yeah. And there's been some recent really blurry, almost Bigfoot-style spy shots of a potential um, new ZR1. They're saying it may be called the Zora and and all that. And the rumors from multiple sources, according to our friends over at LSX Magazine, part of Power Auto Media, uh, is that not only is a mid-engine ZR1 Corvette in the works, but it will come with a brand-new supercharged LT5 making in the neighborhood of 750 horsepower. So that would dethrone Mopar's Hellcat. There you go. As the highest horsepower car sold in America. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other other facts backing this up. Um, but great for Corvette, having like a super vet, uh, mid-engine, 750 horsepower. The question that we have is how and if does this impact the Camaro? Will that LT5... I don't think it impacts it at all. 
Yeah. It's a different segment. Um, it's a, I mean, we, I mean, last week alone, we priced out a Z06 and, and that was what? Well over 120,000 that you priced right. out. Can you imagine what a mid engine? It's probably going to be probably 250, 260. Easy. I'm thinking it's going to be, you know, to compete with Ferrari and Lamborghini. But what I mean by impact is not just pricing and sales, but will some of the parts trickle down? They normally do. That's right. They normally so, do. And, you know, we haven't seen the Z28 yet, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. Can you imagine a 750 horsepower LT5 driven Z28? Uh, damn. Oh, <laughs> I man. I, Wow. Or is this going to be such a completely different platform that it's going to be barely a Corvette and it's going to have like nothing really in common with the regular production, if you will, Corvette, except for the name because it's so exotic, you know, so out there. So I don't know, just food for thought, you know, it'd be kind of cool. Maybe the wheels could transfer over. Maybe they use the same bolt pattern, the same, same backspacing and all that. Who knows? It'd be kind of cool. I know but, uh, er- earlier this year too, what Jim Authority posted some spy shots too of the the mid-engine Corvette, and I think the rumor the rumor is that it will debut at this year's uh, North American International Auto Show here in Detroit. Oh, so we've only got six, four, five months to go. Six, yeah. five, six months to go. Pretty close. Yep, pretty close. Ooh. Speaking of rumors, yeah, I guess there's some other rumors, and we heavy on the rumor. We're not- heavy, heavy on the rumor. Yeah, definitely. It, and and it, and it all back. makes sense, and and we kind of um, predicted this this event anyways. Uh, well, we have the uh, the Camaro Fifty events coming up uh, for the Woodward Dream Cruise, and uh, we kind of predicted that uh, before that even happened. I mean, obviously, you know, not hard seeing that this is the fiftieth anniversary, and Woodward always attracts tons of uh, cars and whatnot, but. Um, Camaro ZL1 pricing and uh, Camaro 1LE pricing hasn't been announced yet, and uh, it's supposed to be, a, be available fourth quarter. And I was told by Chevrolet back when I went to, I think, the 1LE event and the ZL1 event that the pricing would be out by August. So I am going to predict, and <laughs> I got We've been pretty good at this, that they're going to announce the pricing of the ZL1 and the 1LE uh, at the Camaro 50 events coming up uh, here in Detroit. Rumors, but... I'm hoping that the price is going to be surprisingly low if they're making big fanfare about it. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to be positive here. Like oh. maybe, maybe if it was going to be like, yeah, it's going to be, you know, the ZL1 is going to be, uh, you know, $70,000... Let's just release the pricing without fanfare around it. Right. But if it's going to be 60, hell, that even sounds like a lot of money. Yeah. But, I mean, there's going to be a lot of Camaros getting together for all the festivities that are going to be surrounding the 50th anniversary. So it only makes sense for them to come out and release it then as well. Okay. Yeah. And when's when's that going to happen? It's going to be... If you go to Camaro50.com... Yeah. we talked about this last week. The plant tour is um, sold out, so you cannot do the plant tour now. Uh, it's it's August 18th through the 20th. You can still uh, participate in the other events, though. The uh, Camaro 50 Rally, which would be on August 19th, um, which is like a Camaros and coffee at Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. And then the uh, Woodward Dream Cruise on August 20th. 
And while you're there, get a good look at Joe Lewis Arena while you can. Yep. This will be the very last year the Red Wings will be playing there. Camaro 50 is, is a cool site. Um, they even have some nice 50th anniversary merchandise that looks pretty cool now. I just I, noticed. Yeah, I picked myself up a nice polo shirt from them. And, uh, Did you? Yeah, it's, it's pretty sweet. I, I got to tell you, I do like the 50 logo. I, I think it's really, really nice. Yeah, I it's, really it's, like it's, how they, they incorporated the orange. And then the kind of like the stripe down the middle with the with the kind of like the, the crest Camaro, of Camaro. Yeah. yeah. Cool stuff. They did a good job. Yep. So like Chris, like you said, head over to Camaro50.com and check it out. Yep. Definitely. Oh man, I hope oh, boy, I hope that ZL1 is in <laughs> range. <laughs> I know. I guess we're I gonna know. find yeah. out. Or we're gonna be doing a show, and the title of the show is uh <laughs> I don't know. Camaro be, pricing F to everybody or something. I don't know. <laughs> cash in your IRA if you want a ZL1. Or, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> or sell a kidney and your testicle and your other testicle and oh. your other kidney. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and your and your mother-in-law. I mean, probably wouldn't get much for mine, but hey, let's get into the voicemail. Yeah, we got a, a couple voicemails. We got an email this week, so let's get to them. Hi, guys. This is the big kid from Central Illinois, and I was just calling to uh, say something about the car shows. Uh, I enjoyed taking my 2011 Camaro to different car shows, and the pet peeve I have is when you lump the years like 2000 to present, and it really makes it hard for anyone when you classify that, that tough. Uh, I realize that you can't have that many awards at different shows and stuff, but it's always nice to have the classes a little smaller. Uh, the best part I like is when I go to a show or a cruise and they have a 50-50 or a raffle. I always try and participate in that. Uh, when I have won the raffles, on the 50-50, and uh, it's a not-for-profit. I always donate it back so that uh, it helps the not-for-profit. Just wanted to throw my two cents. Thank you. Bye. That was the big kid from Central Illinois. Thanks for calling in, man. So nice he he you. doesn't like when they lump a lot of, I guess, like he said, from 2000 to present like a giant group of cars for, for awards. Yeah. That's a 16 year spread now. Yeah. But I, but on the kind of, on the flip side, I don't like uh. when they do every year and break down every model and give an award to it. Yeah. I'll, uh, what Camaro Superfest used to do, or I don't know if they, I haven't stayed for the awards oh, in gosh. quite a few years because the awards would take like four hours. <laughs> yeah. That was, it would be like was 67 restored. 69 stock, restored 67 trailered 67 yeah to this unrestored yeah 67 rsss 67 i was like oh my god kill me now especially when we always had late model cars so we would just sit there (laughs) we're sitting there we're waiting for our 95 96 or 2002 (laughs) on the upside is that you really got to have a piece of crap car at superfest to not get an award (laughs) But then, 
I don't want to live in a world where everybody gets one for, for nothing. So That's true. Um, so what the big kid is talking about is, is a little challenge I threw down. I've got this really cool uh, Griot's Garage Fine Surface surface Prep Mitt that is a uh, replacement for claying a car, which I strongly encourage. And it outlasts clay 10 to 1. And if you drop it, you don't have to throw it away. You just wash it off. Um, they sent one of these for me uh, for me to give away. And I'm going to give it away to the, the answer that gives me the best insight on what – how you would make a, a car show better and what you appreciate the most about a car show and what you don't. And it's, it's hard to ask this question and, and get the right kind of answer I'm looking for. So basically if you had the control over a car show, what would you make, what would you continue to improve upon and what would you not uh, need to improve upon mm-hmm. if, when you, if you were running a car show, I'll make it easy that way. Yeah. So I'm going to give away one of these fine surface prep mitts to uh, somebody who really, really gives me the best insight. And I got to tell you, the big kid gave me a good one right there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we're keeping track of it. Excellent. Check it out at griotsgarage.com. They just sent it to me for free to give away. So that's what I'm, I'll mention them in return. Excellent. All right. We got another one? We do. Cool. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, guys? AJ, the resident Mustang guy. And I want to uh, give my opinion on the topic about uh, what I like and uh, what I don't like about car shows. Um, what I like, of course, is uh, what everybody says. It's a, get, it's a day to get out, you know, enjoy the uh, the day, get out, see some cool cars, uh, get ideas for modifications, and just get a chance to uh, talk to people, especially maybe cars that you've seen on the road. Um, that you want to talk to, you know, you can see that car there, talk to the owner. Um, and it's just a good way to uh, interact with the people in the community, uh, get the kids out, you know, have them, you know, get the car bug bit and everything like that. And uh, like I said, just go around and see all the cool cars, new, old, different brands, no matter if you're, you know, whatever brand that you like, you know, there's always cars from different brands uh, that, you know, there's something about you. Like, I like all cars, so it doesn't really matter to me, but I know it's people like that. But the thing that I don't I don't like about car shows, um, mainly, um, I think it's kind of mainly affects smaller shows, um, especially like smaller charity uh, car shows is uh it's kind of a favoritism thing that happens sometimes um you can have this one guy who spends all day waxing cleaning his car you know several different people that 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 do the same thing and make their car absolutely perfect for the show to legitimately come out and try and win a trophy or prize well then you have a group of people you know, a local club or something that may come in and their cars may not be up to par, whatever the case may be, or another individual whose car may not be up to par. But that individual probably has donated a substantial amount of money or is an older person, you know, who knows people within the car show, maybe on the committee. Hmm. Did, Did we lose them? I think we lost him. Yeah. Okay. I think he was going on for way too long or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, but, but AJ, really, you got to keep it short. Two minutes and under. <laughs> yeah. We, we only try to keep a half an hour show. So, um, but you know what? He did say a couple things. He, he really, he really encapsulated what is great about car shows. Yeah. 
But then he also had a good one about, you know, favoritism. Favoritism, um, yes. Yes, I've seen that throughout the years, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, and, and as a participant in the show, I remember the one dude, I can't remember who it was, but he would show up at Superfest one year, and he did have a nice car. But he would show up at Superfest one year, the car was perfect when he rolled in, he'd get his first place award, and he'd show up the next year, and the car would have like 30 more miles on it. Wow. Show up get his first place award and leave the next year 44 more miles on it. it's like the dude only drove it to Superfest to win his award <laughs> yeah. come on yeah i mean yeah, there's so. people who trailer their cars too but they're those people are in a different class right for Superfest, yeah yeah and judged uh, appropriately right like like should it should should there be like, like let's say let's say they broke it up by by generation yeah all right then should they break it up by driven and not driven yeah I don't know. daily driven and not daily driven but then what if somebody has a non-daily driven car and they're like oh yeah i drive it daily i just take really good care of it yeah. and then you know so i guess it's i don't know it, it, that's the tough thing but that's what i'm trying to drill down to i mean I, I i've really been thinking about this a lot lately and yeah you know i, I want to share my results with uh with everybody else so good stuff um favoritism big deal yeah Big deal, and it, it, I've given car awards at my at my event, and it's hard not to pick a favorite. You right. know, it's hard; it's not easy. So, yeah. uh, judging is I, I think judging overall is a very critical aspect. Uh, speaking of car shows and this little little contest that I'm running, Sean Martin uh, called uh, emailed in and said, "I really enjoy the cars in co- uh, the cars and coffee movement or trend. It's very casual, and there's a great mix of cars, including modern muscle, '60s muscle." Exotic supercars, etc. However, some of the larger and more popular shows have a such heavy 1960s vibe. The cars are mostly 1960 muscle cars, and there's constant, oh, Chris, you and I know, <laughs> constant corny 1960s music playing in the background. Yes. Beach Boys, Jan yes, and Dean. Yes. I keep on dancing. Yes. She's real fine, my 409, and Hot Rod Lincoln, which I still love Hot Rod Lincoln, and Chuck Berry, and the car that goes beep, 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 beep. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's us commentating. That that's not what he said. But yeah, Jan and Dean, etc. We all understand the 1960s were a legendary decade for American muscle, but I want to see a variety of classic, modern, and exotic. Yeah, hitting the nail on the head. I, totally. I, I agree. The cars and coffee coffee trend is pretty cool. It's just show up. There is no award. It's just a big group of cool cars hanging out, hanging out, and drinking coffee. coffee and yeah, yeah. And does Mustangs need to be careful leaving those events? That's all. Oh. Did you see that link I posted on the Camaro Show Facebook page this week? The person who um, who wrote that song about oh, uh, Mustangs uh, leaving Cars and Coffee. It was hilarious. I, I just don't get it. Was, it. Why? it was posted by Jalopnik. Local, listen, listen to this. Here locally this, this week, here in Roseville. Roseville. Some, Roseville. Some Mustang was just hot-dogging around a corner. Spun the tires, went up the curb, and knocked a baby out of a baby carriage. They were fine. They were fine. But once again, a Mustang hot dog and jumps the curb and ends up hurting someone. What is it with these people? <laughs> it's it's fun to stereotype Mustang owners, Buick I, owners, I know. truck owners, you know. But this this is this is going beyond just humor stereotyping. This is becoming a trend. <laughs> it sure is. This it is like sure is. undeniable facts, but what is it? Why is it not CTSV guys? I don't know. Is it because Mustangs are more affordable for younger people who are inexperienced drivers? 
Could be, could be. Why is it not Camaro guys though? Because yeah. fourth gen Camaros are cheap. You know, it's like that. It's like that Jalopnik article. What was it called? The third owner thing. Yeah. Of, oh, of yeah. people owning the Hellcats. It was that. It's not the first owner. It's not the second. Owner, it's the third owner you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got an, I got a story for another another episode okay. of me and. Um, a friend of mine that, um, well, we talk about a lot, but I'm not going to give his name in this case, driving my Camaro at a cruise. Oh, yes. Uh, and another <laughs> Mustang dipshit rolled up and wanted to run him right there, and I noticed a couple interesting observations about it. That maybe I'll save it for the next week's episode. Well, how, how, much, how many more weeks do you want to go before you give away that, that griot mitt? Uh, I can tell you what, two more weeks. Two, two more, more weeks. weeks. I want to... All right. Yeah, we got, we got to wrap that up. Guys, um, get in your calls, or if you want to, you know... Add your two cents into car shows, try and win that mitt or anything else. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. I think we got one more voicemail here to get through and let's, yep, we do. Okay, here we go. Hi, guys. It's Crap. Cold, cold days. I'm at work. It's noisy in my Palm Springs. Anyways, did he say snowing? Like cars, <laughs> did he say Palm Hello. Springs? Cars, smell, smell, you know, 50, 50 I can't even hear him. Did he say colostomy bag? Okay, we can completely make up what he was saying in that voicemail because I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what his deal is. Postal Dave, it. really appreciate you calling in, but we had no idea what you said there. Nope, None can't whatsoever. Use can't use it. You're funny. We get it, <laughs> but we can't use it. Hey, uh, if AJ is still listening, um, interesting. The wife and I are actually starting to look at houses in the Hendersonville area, which is not too far where AJ lives, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, cool. Yeah, starting to look out that way. So Excellent. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> All right, we got to move on. Otherwise, the show will go on forever. Yep. Um. We just passed the 30-minute mark. All right. We got to talk about this. Chris, this is really important to you and I. Um, yeah. you, it, five years ago, it would have also been very important to a lot more people, but not so much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a lot of you may know, Chris and I started a website called CamaroZ28.com uh, quite a while ago. We were the first automotive uh, threaded message board on the Internet. Yep. We were at the very beginning of the internet exploding. Oh, definitely. And uh, we, we ended up walking away from that for the most part uh, about five years ago now. It kind of has crazy it has been that about. long now. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. About that. And um, I tell you what, uh, Chris, you registered the domain CamaroZ28.com 20 years ago last week. That's right. I just looked it up. July 21st, 1996. Yep. Holy that was, cow. That wow. was about, uh, I want to say three weeks after you and I agreed to start building websites together. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because uh, was that that was at Camaro Superfest or Camaro that Street was? Nationals? No, it was it Street Nationals. It might have been Street Nationals. I think you're right. That which was a cool show. I liked that show a lot. I'm not sure why. I have to harken back on that. But uh, I wanted you to teach me how to build a website. You gave me some web space, and we you kind of helped me build my first website. And uh, uh, then we so you had a car Camaro site, I had a Camaro site, and we just kind of jammed them together. 
one day I said, hey, what do you say we smash them together and make one big site? Yep. And you said, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. And was it a big Z or something? Did you, did you have, I remember, we have to go back on, 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 uh, archive.org because I think yeah. there was like, it was like a big Z and then you had your car one. I had my car yep. and I don't know if that was the first, I don't think that was the first iteration. That was like two um, or three or something like that. No, the first one was Claudio Almeida. Oh yeah, Claudio. Cool logo yes. Yes. I, I forgot about it. Yeah. Him. Cool dude. And, uh, and then we, we grew from there. I had a section called beautiful bodies, which is girls and cars. Oh yeah. That was fun. The F body ring. The, the web ring, yeah. yeah. I had the biggest F-body web ring, which was fun. And that's when it was fun. That was before we needed to make money from the site just to keep it alive. That was, that was yeah, that was just just doing it for the pure love of the car. That that's was, right. It was so much fun. Staying up endless nights and between being at the industry office and <laughs> working at CamarosD28.com, I never came yeah. home. Yeah. It was fun though. It was. I look back on that lovingly. It was so much fun. Yeah. But then we started needing money to keep it alive because yeah, because the we grew too big. <laughs> the tr- we we grew too big and we we had too yeah. much traffic. Do you remember our first sponsor? Who our first sponsor was? It was was it RK Sport. It was indeed. Yes. RK. So they were good guys to work with too. Was, is they RK were, Sport still awesome. around? I don't hear yeah, their I name too so. much I anymore. Don't hear much. They were great back then. RK Sport. Um, Shout out to RK Sport. RK Sport. They are still around. It looks like they do yeah. hoods. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Come here. Celebrating 20 years. <laughs> wow. Congratulations to them. I'll yeah, hit, I'll hit them up on Twitter it. or something to say congrats. I should. Well, I, I, I used to talk to the son of the owner. I think his name was RK Smith. Yeah. Um, nice guy, man. Super nice guy. Holy cow. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we've been around for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, we're old, dude. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, so you were 25 when we started it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was no kidding. 24. Yeah, 24. Ugh, now I'm 44. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I can think of some sponsors that didn't treat us so well, too. I can think of some that really gave us the stick. <laughs> but it's water under the bridge now. Internet Brands owns CamaroZ28.com and... And they're they're a great group of guys. You know that they Internet are. Brands is a great group of guys, and we are still involved on CamaroZ20.com. Um, obviously, the site isn't as big as what it used to be, or the reach it used to have, but it's still there, and uh, it still holds a special place in my heart too. Oh yeah, it's one of the greatest things I've ever done. That didn't that didn't end in money wise, but it just ended in accomplishment because yeah. we really were, and undeniably pioneers. I mean, LS1. Dot com, then ls1tech.com. Yeah, there's so Long. many. Corvette forums, probably. There's just... We, yeah. we made a lot of friends and helped people get their site started. And then oh, yeah. Eventually, they just pushed us out of the picture. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, though. That's okay. We know. Fun. We know. We know. <laughs> we know. So congratulations to anybody who uh, was around back in the day, uh, who was also listening to the show, because we still do this for the fun of it, although sooner or later we're going to have to start getting some sponsors, too. This Speaking is like sponsors, 12 years I got a prize to give away. Um, quick trivia contest before we depart here. Okay. Um, Griot's Garage also, just out of the blue, sent me this product that I, I personally do not have a use for. They have their own convertible top cleaner, uh, deep cleans, cloth, and vinyl tops, 100% guaranteed. Um, it's, so far, everything I've tried from Griot's Garage is uh, good stuff. I don't have a convertible top, 
but I know some of our listeners do. Yeah. So here's a little contest for convertible owners only. And if you win this, you have to try it out and call in and do a quick two-minute or less review on it What if you liked it or what you didn't. So here's the question. First person that can call in, not email, not Facebook message, call and tell us what exact car Chris and I were driving several years ago in Atlanta that we said was one of the coolest car nights of our lives. There you go. First one to call in and get it right and get it right accurately wins this convertible top cleaner, and you got to be able to use it. Do they have to call in? They can't email in? They cannot email in. So if emails go in, will be unanswered. Okay. We want to give it away. You better call Uh, in then. And you got to use it, and you got to give a report on it. Okay. So there you have it. Yeah, awesome. You know the number, right? Everybody knows the number. <laughs> so there you have it. All, all right. right. This show has gone long, but it was a great show. We thank you all for hanging out there and listening towards the end there. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was a great show. Yep. Thank God Nacho and his passenger are still breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And let's hope that the ZL1 comes in at 45 grand. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll see you guys next week then. Yep. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya. Episode number 69.